Classic Rock Files on 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's Classic Rock. Kelly Parker with 94.3 The Drive Music Director, Mike Young. Oh, hi, Kelly. Okay, let's update our story from yesterday, Sammy Hagar and The Circle, mainly Sammy Hagar, announcing a Vegas residency, but we also mentioned that uh, Sammy Hagar and The Circle, his latest band, we're going to be doing some dates in North America, not so in South America. The upcoming Sammy and The Circle shows in South America cancelled due to the escalation of the coronavirus. The decision has been made along with the local promoters in order to reduce potential health risks in response to the current global health crisis around COVID-19. It seems like everything uh, happening in the springtime is kind of up in the air right now. Could be cancelled, could be postponed, and a lot of bands are waiting and seeing on the summertime for now. So we'll see how this uh, this all plays out, but interesting to see the amount of cities, uh, especially in the United States now, that are kind of urging for the mass gatherings to be folded down to non-existent. You know, San Jose yeah. Sharks are playing in an empty arena, which sucks for Joe Thornton. You know, this yeah. is a music podcast, but the guy's supposed to be going out this mm-hmm. year. You know, it could be his last season, and now he's playing in front of nobody. Yeah. Now, that's just for the next three home games, but uh, yeah, it must suck. And I've got my fingers crossed that uh, mainly those restrictions are put in place in the southern states where people are out mingling a little bit more, at least for the next few weeks, because in the northern states, so far, nothing for Minnesota, because Minneapolis. I'm watching carefully. I've got the Eagles tickets for April the 4th. That's only three weeks off. And then I've got Stones tickets for the May long weekend. I'm just hoping that they don't either postpone or cancel those tours. And it's all the problem of COVID-19, damn it. Oh, you're, you're a COVID man. Oh, I'm a COVID man. I'm going with the coronavirus name. That's, no, that's what I like. No, no. It's COVID-19. Coronavirus has been around for a long time. This I, is number 19. I know, but it's kind of like... Like Kleenex, you know? You don't say, pass me a tissue. You say, pass me a Kleenex. Yeah, I understand. You go to That's... a restaurant, you don't say, can I have a cola, please? You probably <laughs> say, can I have a Coke? And they say, we serve Pepsi. Is that okay? I understand that. But just to use coronavirus, first of all, inaccurate and unfair to the previous 18 coronaviruses. That's true. SARS was one of the coronaviruses. Yes. As a matter of fact, the full name of this COVID-19 SARS is in there somewhere. I looked up the origin of COVID-19 and why they named it this. The full name is COVID-19, and SARS is like the next three words in the whole name. In case you didn't know, this is a music podcast, and we're back on the rails. (laughs) I know. We were going to get a doctor in here to say that whole thing, but we covered it ourselves. Uh, I've got them lined up for uh, next week. Good. Excellent. Okay. Now, not everybody is canceling and postponing tours. Rat has announced a U.S. tour for this summer that includes... Cinderella's Tom Kiefer, not Cinderella, but Cinderella's Tom Kiefer, Skid Row, and Slaughter. Yes, and just so you know, Cinderella is still a band. They tour without original lead singer Tom Kiefer. Mm -hmm. Skid Row is a band. They tour without original lead singer Sebastian Bach, who Mm -hmm. tours on his own. Mm -hmm. And then there's Slaughter. And I imagine Tom Slaughter would still have to be in the band because it is his namesake I'm sure, yeah. So we have this. It is literally the B-movie version of the Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison Tour. So if you just thought... Ah, that sounds too good for me. Yeah. Maybe this one, a step down <laughs> in both talent and ticket prices. You'll be able to see this tour in arenas, not stadiums. I don't even know if they're playing arenas. It seems like it's all amphitheaters. Yeah, so. I think so, yeah. And tickets go on sale on Friday. I find this interesting. Of course, we've got the stadium tour with Motley and Poison, etc. right? The stadium tour, kind of a generic name for that tour, right? This one called the Big Rock Summer Tour. Everybody's going with the generic. I think they're trying to get people confused and like, oh, I need tickets to that tour tour with the metal bands on it and someone gets them rat tickets instead of motley Crue tickets <laughs> everybody's going with the generic i need people to be specific maybe both with diseases and tours maybe the bands are interchangeable just in case tom Kiefer drops out 
they can plug warrant in or something and be on with the show. Very smart. I like it. On the subject of canceled tours, one tour has been canceled that was never officially announced. Neil Young announced a couple of days ago that the barn tour that he was going to do with Crazy Horse this summer, I guess in canceling it, he was confirming it. They were going to do small places, not big arenas. He said because of these concerns and we don't want to endanger anybody and because our audience is an older audience, we are going to cancel that tour, which had not yet been announced. Yeah, apparently it was all booked and they were ready to announce the first leg, but kind of non-news because nobody knew except for the venues themselves that this show was actually happening. So how can I be sad about something that I never knew existed? Well, you know what? Neil Young and Crazy Horse fans are sad and they believe that it existed. That means that Neil can focus on the other things that he's got going on, which is everything. Back in December, he detailed the... It's not Pollo? Is he not focused on that anymore? It wasn't Pollo. That's the potato-based Hawaiian dish. What, no, that's poi. What Sorry. was the Toblerone-shaped Pono, music? Pong? Pionk. I don't know. It's Pono. 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 Pono, I believe, yeah. Toblerone. No, that's not it either. Back up to Pono. So back in December, he detailed all of this unreleased stuff that he's got in the archives. Now we have some dates. Yeah, so the uh, he first announced that his previously shelved 1975 acoustic album Homegrown is coming out April 18th, which happens to be Record Store Day, though the uh, vinyl is not officially part of the event. He calls the long-teased album the one that got away. It's all analog, the purest sound. Hear the vinyl. Get a nice phonograph player. This is the record to do that on. Did he make this announcement in 1943? He was around, so I <laughs> possibly... Wow, come on. Next up, Return to Greendale, a live album captured during Young and Crazy Horse's 2003 tour where they performed their rock opera Greendale in full. June 19th is a date for that. Archives Volume 2. This has been long anticipated. I've got the first Archives box set. This one comes out July 24th. The live project Rust Bucket captures a 1990 performance with Crazy Horse. That drops October 16th. And it all concludes November 27th with Young Shakespeare. We talked about that a few days ago. Captures a solo performance from Young at the Stratford, Connecticut's Shakespeare Theatre, January 22nd, 1971, three days after the famous Massey Hall performance. Right. And I believe Young Shakespeare the name of a hot new rap performer as well. Well, it's got the young. Young or little, I go with hip-hop artist. That's right. That first release is going to be on Record Store Day. I think it's going to get it's going lost to get folded in the record. In? Yeah. It just won't have that embossed silver sticker on the vinyl that says Record Store Day exclusive. I guess. I guess He's so. just trying to, trying to get in on the day when everyone's going to be at the record store, which is smart. I think it'll get lost in the shuffle, but we'll see. You probably got to pay extra for that embossed sticker, so he's willing to put that aside. No doubt. And finally, more Judas Priest news. I don't know why everybody is begging to get into Judas Priest. We've, of course, been talking about K.K. Downing. Now George Lynch says that he wishes Judas Priest would call him and ask him to play for the band. Yeah, of course, K.K. was removed from the band, but the other guitarist who left the band was uh, Glenn Tipton, who was forced to retire from full-time touring due to his diagnosis with Parkinson's disease. And he and his bandmates opted to hire Andy Sneap to set in. That name might be familiar to you if you uh, know a lot about producers. He actually produced uh, the band's latest album, Firepower. And it was meant to be kind of a temporary thing. You know the song because you were in the sessions when we, we did them. So are you willing to learn some of our back catalog and head out on the road with us? Mm. But it wasn't necessarily a long-term thing. So George Lynch has come out and said, I wish they would call me up and hire me. I, I'd love to play. Yeah. With Judas Priest, which would really get in K.K. Downing's craw oh, if they man. brought in George Lynch. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is kind of like when Joey Kramer had to step out of uh, Aerosmith for a while because he had that injury, and then the drum tech stepped in and did like six months' worth of shows. So... 
this is extended longer than they initially intended it to. Ian Hill, uh, Judas Priest bassist, recently said that it was really up to Sneep to decide if he wants to carry on playing after the completion of the Firepower World Tour. He said uh, Andy is now these days first and foremost a producer. Whether he wants to go back and do that full-time or not, it'll be a mutual decision when the time comes. Andy will be more than welcome to stay. He's done a tremendous job over the last year or so. He's done a great job stepping in for Glenn. We were only about three weeks away from starting the tour, and Andy stepped in did a great job. Pulled a real rabbit out of the hat in learning the complete set list of songs in such a short period of time. He pulled it off. And they said uh, as far as the 2020 tour goes, if Andy's with us, great. If he wants to carry on with producing, we'll more than understand that. He's done a tremendous job, and he'll go with everyone's blessing. If I'm Andy Sneap, though, you've been producing your whole life. You're 50 years old. You know, you've been t- producing for at least 25 years of mm-hmm. your professional career. What a fun thing this is. Like, the novelty probably hasn't worn off for him yet, being out on the road as a touring member of Judas Priest, playing to sold-out shows. Yeah. One thing sitting in the studio, creating this music, but it's a total other thing to actually play this music live in front of a crowd. So I- if I were him, and I'm, I'm not, but if I was, I would just ride this as long as the wave takes me out, you know? That implies, though, that fantasy kind of world of touring that you and I have is not touring musicians, which is a grind day-to-day. But you I probably enjoy it like the first half of the tour. He had to do the touring van, you know, get stalled out on the road. Like, he's walking into a situation with tour buses sure. and roadies. And Jets. He just has to show up and play, basically. And he's not even the guy they call on to do the PR because he's not really, like, a member of the band. So yeah. he doesn't have to do the interviews. He just shows up and plays. So he's got the easiest part of the touring. It's the perfect situation. Yeah, he's living the dream. Priest celebrating its 50th anniversary this year with a world tour that uh, is supposed to come to the U.S. in the summer and fall. But as you know, all of this stuff up in the air. That is the Classic Rock Files, 94.3 The Drive Music Director, Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.